Welcome to Killing JFK for 400. This figures to be a bite-sized portion. Look at the murder of John F. Kennedy. This is created primarily for the novice, though, as I'm being reminded, the teacher often learns more than the student. Instead of mysterious lurking figures and grainy photographs, I'm preferring documents that wouldn't make sense if the gunman was a disaffected loner without reasons for simply doing what he wasn't capable of doing. Your responses are encouraged. Episode 11, The Oswald Rifle and Identification. I'm starting to grasp as I do a little bit more homework why people ignore the Kennedy assassination. I have a bit of knowledge from back when. Some of it might even be accurate. And what I'm trying to do with this podcast is do a little bit more research do a little bit more research to find out things, find articles where people looked into things and sought out documents so that I can bring you a little bit more information on some of the curiosities of the Kennedy assassination, particularly today in regards to the Oswald rifle. And as per usual, I will mention my starting point is, as it often is, the Katzenbach memo, which the day after Oswald was murdered by Jack Ruby, mentioned the goal of the Kennedy murder um, assessment, the looking into of Kennedy's murder was Oswald did it. Oswald had no um, co-conspirators. And if there would have been a trial, he would have been found guilty. That's That was the starting point. So if that is the starting point, and it was, Katzenbach memo, look it up. That's the starting point. If your starting point is Oswald did it, he had no conspirators, he would have been found guilty, then anything that leads away from that laser-pointed vision, you ignore. You ignore it, or you find holes in it, or whatever. The goal was the Katzenbach memo. And if you are a um, lone nutter, you probably buy into the Katzenbach memo, at least to an extent. Or you believe that all the information that was found was pointing at Oswald being guilty. There were things found that didn't ring that way. Those were ignored. Today I'm looking a bit at the Oswald rifle and identification. I was going to have this be the Oswald rifle, but then I remembered, oh yeah, there's a whole lot more going on with the Oswald rifle that can be that then can be discussed properly in one podcast, especially since I'm trying to limit the length on these. Did some research. I'm going to read from it. Basically, a um, little bit of... I'm not even remembering where I started on this one. As we all know, with we and no in parentheses, the Oswald rifle was an Italian Menlicher Carcano. How do we know that? Actually, the first news from the Dallas Police Department 
discussed this a bit back in a prior podcast, was a Mauser, a German Mauser, was found. A German Mauser was found on the site, and the Mauser was the initial weapon the Dallas police came up with. District Attorney Henry Wade called it a Mauser on the day of. The next day, overnight, some research was done and it was determined that it was a male Carcano. FBI did some research. They looked up Klein's Sporting Goods in Chicago. And the announcement was, is not a Mauser, was not a Mauser, was a man like a Carcano. Any policeman that said they saw Mauser on the strap was almost certainly mistaken because it did not say Mauser on the strap. It was a Malker Carcano. A.J. Heidel purchased a Malker Carcano from Chicago's Klein's Sporting Goods on March 12, 1963. Heidel was an alias Oswald used more than one time. Now, if you're going to buy a gun to shoot a president back in the early mid-60s, why would you order it from a sporting goods company through mail order? Oswald could have gone to any of a various number of different gun shops in Dallas. Yes, Dallas has gun shops now. Dallas has gun shops, had gun shops back then. And... You could just walk in, here's money, here's your gun. Okay, have a nice day, but aren't you going to take my name? Actually, no, we don't really care who you are. All we want is your money. Could have walked in, grabbed what, I want one of those and one of those and one of those. Okay, fine, here you go. We're done now. I don't want to see your name. I don't want to know anything. Could have done that, didn't. Why? Why was it that Oswald ordered a Mail-order rifle? Hmm, interesting, yes. Uh, actually, it's a bit of a different podcast. I'll probably eventually get there. Once the FBI had a paper trail, it was a Malikar Carcano. It was a Malikar Carcano. Anyone who saw it differently, they were wrong. And almost all of the Dallas police said, oh, y- y- you're right, I was wrong when I said Mauser. I was reading wrong. The guy to my left was reading wrong. The guy to my right was reading wrong. We were all reading wrong. The goal, it, it was a Malachar Carcano. It was. It was. Kleins ordered the shipment of rifles. The Malachar Carcano was batched with in January of 1963. They were delivered the next month. Why it took a month for the 
rifles to be delivered from where they were to Klein's in Chicago. I don't know, not really all that important, but it's like, you know, I, I would think if I'm ordering something in July, hey, why don't you sit on it for a month and then mail it to me in a month and then I'll be happy. I'll be, I, I'd be much better with, in, in different podcast. The rifle was ordered by Oswald on March 12th, 1963, and it was delivered on March 25th, 1963. This is from an article by Raymond Gallagher in 1998. Very, very useful. Very useful. Um, the Oswald rifle was delivered to Oswald in Dallas. Kleins received Oswald's money order on March 13th, 1963. Kleins received Oswald's money order on March 13th, 1963. The postmark date leaving Dallas was March 12th, 1963. In a completely different podcast, I'm going to go into that a little bit further because there's some really curious stuff. I thought I was going to go there with this podcast, but I had plenty enough to not even worry about that. So, Oswald receive, uh, Kleins receives Oswald's money order on March 13th, 1963. The postmark date leaving Dallas was March 12th, 1963. The bank deposit slip reads 12-15-1963. The bank received Oswald's money order. Here the two. Uh, just about a month before he wrote it. The bank deposit slip was dated before Oswald sent the money order. Y'all want to walk me through that one? How is a bank clearing a check, clearing a money order, a month before the money order is sent? Please walk me through that. Like I'm five years old. How is a bank releasing a money order before the money order is sent by a month? The money cleared almost a month before it was ordered. The sixth floor rifle was not of the model ordered in March of 1963. Nope. The 6th floor rifle wasn't of the model that was ordered in March of 1963 and sent to Dallas in <laughs> February of 63. The coupon that Oswald allegedly used was from a February magazine. 
the rifle that was actually found in the sniper's nest was or could have been ordered from a November 1963 magazine, but not a February 1963 magazine. The February 1963 magazine, the coupon, and I love coupons, I love coupons. If you can get something for cheaper, yeah. You got a coupon, you, you find something, you want to order something, you use the coupon, you send it in, you, you get it. Yeah, I'm completely good with coupons like that as well. The coupon sent in was for a different sized rifle than Oswald used. Or allegedly used. The Oswald rifle from the article by Raymond Gallagher from 1988. In the Field and Stream ad, Kleins offered a different rifle than was advertised in the February American Rifleman. Oswald was supposed to have ordered a version which is 36 inches long and weighed 5.5 pounds. Yet the rifle advertised in the Rifleman was 40 inches long and weighed 7 pounds. The Warren Commission's rifle was 40.2 inches long and with the sling and telescopic sight weighed 8 pounds. So, Oswald's rifle was not the one he ordered. And Oswald's rifle cleared the bank before he ordered it. I'm not saying that is reason enough for a person who is completely wedded to the Warren Commission report to say, yes, I'm going to change my mind. Nope. Not going to happen. But if you're looking at the Katzenbach memo, which tells us Oswald is the lone assassin and ignore everything that makes it look anything different from that, there is no surprise at all why information that makes the rifle being cleared by the bank a month before the purchase was requested or the wrong size rifle arriving or Dallas policemen who are very familiar with guns suddenly forgetting how to read all that incidental incidental oswald did it this podcast is about locating inconsistencies inconsistencies in reports in research 
from what people actually saw, what people actually heard. When you have the wrong rifle showing up, when you have a bank clearing a money order a month before it gets sent, that's curious. That's really curious, unless you are pot committed to the story as it is distributed. And if you, I, I, I just had a discussion with someone online about something entirely different. I said, are you actually interested in learning or are you trying to convince yourself that the information that you already have is correct? Because if you're interested in learning, oh boy, I am interested in listening. I am listening and talking. I am listening, interested in discussing. I'm interested in listening to what you have to say. However, if you are already totally convinced, cocksure that you're right, there's no point. Do I know what happened? Heck no. Am I completely aware of all of the research? Heck no. Usually, if a bank receives a money order or a check, usually they wait for said money order or check to clear before they release said money. Usually they don't do that a month in advance. If I order something that's 35 pounds or no, that's 30, 36 inches long and suddenly someone else says, no, 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 it was 40.2 inches long. That's an inconsistency. That's an inconsistency. Could it possibly have been that this or that or the other thing is possibly flawed? And because of that, someone wants to hang on to a residual idea that makes no sense whatsoever. Of course it does. But my podcast is looking about inconsistencies that rely heavily upon the Katzenbach memo, which says Lee Harvey Oswald did it. I will have another podcast up soon, as soon as I figure out another something that, you know what, this here kinda, sorta, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Thanks for stopping by and have a great day.